Ponganse las pilas. Escucha los consejos de mamá. Cuando empieces algo, empiézalo con fuerza. No te rindas y sobre todo, póngase las pilas. Cue, mi gente linda. You're listening to Póngase las pilas. Hosted by Laura Prieto. Póngase las pilas started as a conversation between two friends navigating the professional world as Latinas. Since then, it has evolved into a motivational find your passion and pursue what you love podcast. Because as my mom always says, nunca es tarde para aprender. Join me in this journey of learning, growth, and transformation. Let's get into it. Today, I have a very special episode for all of you, since it is the very first interview on Póngase las Pilas podcast. Woot woot. I am speaking with Alvina Nadim, a mechanical engineer with over 10 years of experience in the field and over two years of experience as a certified professional and personal coach. Alvina was born in Pakistan and grew up in both the U.S. and Canada. And now she resides in Canada with her husband and two kids. Alvina and I had so much fun together. We discussed career, family, and new beginnings to bring you your bi-weekly dose of motivation and help you get ready to póngase las pilas and engineer a life you love. I can't wait for all of you to hear it. So here we go. Enjoy the show. Pilosas. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a new way that you can support the show by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash Póngase las pilas. You will receive the benefits of a growing community and connect with like-minded women who want to stay motivated to follow their dream. Let's grow together, Pilosa. And now, back to the show. So, Alvina, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. You are officially the first guest. Ooh, yay! <laughs> so exciting. So, I know we connected through Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited to, when I saw your post about all the things you're doing, I don't know if you want to mm -hmm. share a little bit of your background and how you got started in, in STEM and basically what you're, what you're up to right now. Yeah, so I'm an engineer, I'm a mechanical engineer, and I've been working for about, you know, 10 years, a bit more. I started out working in a very like heavy civil industrial kind of setting and did that for about seven years. And then I switched jobs and kind of toned it down a little bit because of the construction field, there was so much fly in and fly out. And what made me tone it down was because my husband and I are actually both engineers. So we both decided to like cool it so that we can have a family because it was just impossible to do that when you're flying all over the place. And also because both of us, we really wanted both of us to be there if we're going to have a family we didn't want one to have to give up their career and not, you know like didn't want to have like okay you go fly and i'll go home and yeah you know so stay with the kids basically. yeah exactly so we're like if we're in it then we're in it together and so that's why we both decided to to leave like the, the flying and fly out type of intense environment and the fast-paced environment that you were in yeah exactly and decided to just find something in our city and, you know, be home. And so that we could come home and do a nine to five, like more typical um, hours and then be able to have a family and still enjoy our work. So, so that's where I'm right now. 
And then about a couple of years ago, at my when I was still working at my last place, the last company, I was kind of exposed to coaching because they used to hire coaches for different things. Like sometimes, for example, I would speak for the company because of the company event. And so they would hire coaches to help us develop and, you know, like the, the speaking skills or whatever it was. So I was exposed to the profession of coaching there. And it really intrigued me. And I was like, that is such a cool job. Like, I want to do that. Like, that's awesome. You know, like working with people and just, it, it's just, I just felt that it was such a fulfilling type of profession. And it had that human connection element that I felt that was kind of lacking in the engineering profession in general, you know, it's very cut and dry, like formulas and math, you know? And so yeah. I felt like I, I missed part, you know, of socializing a bit more and communicating more and developing that part of, of our person, you know? So I started to research it and try to look for um, courses and trainings that would do that. And then finally I did, I bit, you know, I bit the bullet and did it and got my certification as a coach um, here in Montreal at Concordia University. And so now I'm officially a coach. I'm a trained certified coach as well. And I'm kind of doing that on the side on nights and weekends. And I love it. It's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. So going back to your engineering, you said you're mechanical. What led you to that career path? What kind of made you choose mechanical? Okay. It's really funny because I didn't do in the end what I set out to do. Like I changed my mind later. So here's why I got into mechanical. Because when I was a kid and, and when I was in high school, I was just totally obsessed with space. And like, I was just like, I was just in awe of like the universe, the planets, everything. I was just like, wow, mind blown, right? And I was like, I want to be an astronaut. Like that was my thing. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking up you know, programs that can allow me into going into, you know, like, how do you become an astronaut and stuff. So I saw a lot of um, research around, you know, going into aerospace, aeronautical engineering to get onto that path. So when I was in high school, by the way, I was in New Jersey. And but I'm a Canadian. So we went we moved there, but I was considered an international student. So that was like too expensive. So then I when it was time to apply, I decided to come back to Canada and then do it here because it was more affordable for me. And so the schools here at that time, um, this was back in like 2005, didn't really have many aerospace aeronautical options. But what they did have was you do a bachelor's in mechanical and then you do a concentration once you're done with your bachelor's in aerospace aeronautical. So that's what I did. So my degree that I have is a bachelor's in engineering and mechanical engineering with a concentration in aerospace and aeronautics. I didn't do anything with that part though. Like I just, it's just something I'm proud of. <laughs> I did not do anything with that in my career. And simply the reason was because I think once I got to, you know, once I had done the four years or five years of mechanical and then I had to slap on the concentration, I still did it because I think it was more the principle for me. But I think I realized that it wasn't any more what I was looking for and that I was allowed to still love space and still enjoy it, but that that wasn't the path that I wanted to go on anymore, you know? Um, and also because at that time in Montreal, Montreal has a big aerospace industry and it was just the aerospace industry I realized, you know, as you get wiser, so you change your paths, I guess, was going like this, like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. They would hire people, fire people, hire people, fire people. So 
and there was like government bailout times. So I was just like, this is not a stable environment. So for me, that was what was important was to find a stable environment because I was coming from an immigrant family and I didn't want to like live a roller coaster life. I wanted something stable. I wanted to break the cycle that my parents were living in, you know? So that kind of scared me, I would say. But I'm not disappointed. Like I'm happy because I discovered other things, you know? So that's what led me to where I am today, I would say. I completely understand what you're saying because I feel like it's so related to me. I went to school Mm -hmm. and I did a double major on civil and environmental engineering, thinking the same thing. You know, I I thought, well, if I don't like one, I'll go into the other. (laughs) And, and it's like the same, I love that you touched upon like being an immigrant because I think that shapes so much of our decisions, obviously. And Mm -hmm. like what you said is like exactly defines what I was thinking. Like, I was like, I need to provide basically for my family. Like, I need to break that cycle, just like you said. So mm-hmm. I, this is why I love podcasts, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I feel like that connection is like, oh my gosh, there's more people like me. <laughs> really interesting is, I think you were, I, I listened to a couple of your podcasts and you were talking about, I think your dog passing away or something. Yes. Yes. So, and then I was just listening to the way you think. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm listening to like a version of myself. Like, I don't have a dog, but like the things that happen after <laughs> yes. just the way you think. I was just like, oh, she, like you know, you, your friend or someone's calling you the, the idea person. I was like, that's me. I'm the idea person. Maybe too much sometimes, you know, <laughs> like too many. Yes. Ideas. It's like so many ideas <laughs> flow through your mind that it's so hard to choose. Like, what do you go with today kind of thing, you know? And And that's exactly yeah. how it felt because for... Our listeners, you know, Alvina is mm-hmm. starting her podcast. Yes. And I did listen to your first episode. Yeah. And I felt did. the same way. I, I was like, I need to have her on the podcast. We need to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess, well, you kind of touched upon your dream career. You wanted to be an astronaut and that kind of led you mm-hmm. to mechanical. So we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I also wanted to kind of bring it back to other girls that want to do engineering because that was the Mm -hmm. whole purpose the initial purpose of the podcast was kind of Mm -hmm. to encourage girls to go into stem fields and you know break that barrier of the typical stereotype of only boys do it and all all that stuff so I guess I wanted to ask you what would be your advice to other girls ladies, women, whatever, that mm-hmm. want to pursue engineering or any STEM field? Yeah, I think for, I guess, especially if I specifically talk to young women who are like in high school and are looking at these options, I think that the most important thing that you can do is find your supporters who support your ideas of this dream you have and only listen to them. The Everyone else, you have to put that on mute. And I'm saying this because... I was lucky that, you know, my dad's an engineer. So when I said I wanted to be an engineer, he was like super proud. And it was like, yeah, go for it. You know, it was awesome. <laughs> but I also come from a culture, like I'm, I'm Pakistani and it's a culture that's very like male dominant. So it's very like normal for women to just get a degree and put it on their wall and then forget about it and wash dishes, you know? So, and just be moms or whatever. Like, and I don't say just be moms to be. Right, just, right. Yeah. You're, you're not. I get you're you. expected to leave your career like, in that sense, you know? But my parents weren't like that. 
And it was funny because my dad always said like, oh, you're like you, you two and we're two sisters. And like, you two are like my sons and my daughters. Like, I don't see you any differently from boys. Like, so whatever you want to do, you do it, you know? So that was, I was lucky. And I recognized that, that I was lucky to have parents that were, that had that mindset towards us and that they never pushed us into like the traditional, typical like stuff for, for women, what's considered normal, you know? And I think that empowered me so much. That's why I'm saying, you know, like, just figure out who your supporters are and just listen to them because that's what will kind of help you remember that, you know, you got this. And, um, and why I feel like that's important is because I did have experiences like from other people in the family, like not my parents, but others like uncles or whatever, who would sometimes ask me, you know, as a high school, they'd be like, Oh, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'd be like, Oh, I want to go into aeronautical engineering. They're, they're just be like, why? And I, or I would say mechanical and they'd be like, but that's like a boy's job, like, you know, so yeah. and because I was, you know, like rooted in my parents' support, I, I was able to brush that off more easily because I was like, I don't need you, like, you know, but I understand that, that maybe I was lucky in the sense that, because I can understand that maybe some girls, it's the opposite where maybe the parents are like disagreeing, you know, so that's why I didn't say, listen to your parents. I'm saying, listen to your supporters, like whoever it is that's the you listen to them because in the end it comes from you so if you have a, a dream a vision if you just stick to it you can do it no matter what it is you can do it you just have to stick to it and not let others discourage you so that's the biggest thing for me okay that's awesome I think that ties great with pongas las pilas which in, it's in Spanish and it basically means like put yourself out there like just get it done kind of thing mm-hmm. so that's you know that's the purpose it's like if you have a dream, like yeah. you said, just go for it. Like, you know, the only one stopping you is basically yourself. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, like, let's say someone who's listening to this and is like, yeah, but I don't have supporters. So what I would say is, you know what? Join groups like Facebook groups because you will find supporters there. So expand your idea of what is your circle of resources. Like you can expand that. You can decide nowadays, especially that we're so connected, you know, with, the internet and everything you can decide to open that circle up to complete strangers who will support you because they think like you you know so join groups or join your local like um engineering like boards and stuff and like they usually have student programs and stuff so especially for women nowadays i see more and more of that popping up and actually i'm i joined my local one to be a mentor for you know girls who are looking to become engineers and stuff so what i'm trying to say is that there are people out there who are there who want to like find these young women to, I want to support you. Like I'll be your mentor like me, you know? So there's people like that out there waiting for young women to raise their hand and say, yeah, I want to talk to you. I want to know how this works and let's do this. So that person can be your supporter, you know? So just exactly open up to others and yeah. Yeah. Fine. That's a great tip. That's, that really is a great tip because like you said, I remember in school, it was so hard to ask for help. Your mm-hmm. ego was kind of like, no, you're supposed to know everything. So I think that's a great, great advice that you're giving these young girls. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's come back to your coaching. And I guess anything else that you want to share aside from engineering, mm-hmm. what are you most passionate about? Yeah. So most recently, I think because of the coaching stuff that I did, it really opened up my mind to, you know, all those things sometimes are like, oh, that's silly. That's silly. I shouldn't think of that. That's like crazy. That's far-fetched. Well, all that stuff now, because I went through coaching myself, 
it seems so much more realistic and attainable. And that's why like I am totally sold on coaching and it truly, truly works because it's based on the premise that, you know, if you want to do something, you can do it. You just have to figure it out. And that's the whole coaching process. You figure it out with the coach, you know, and it basically opened me up to all those crazy quote unquote dreams that I had, which is my ultimate dream. Here it is. It's to speak is to be a public speaker. That's what I want to do. That's my like, like, wow, dream, you know, and that's kind of now what I'm trying to work towards, you know, small steps at a time. I'm also not a big risk taker. So I'm not going to like just quit my day job, you know? Right. And so I'm just trying to feed that like side of me that's passionate about this by connecting people like you here and like starting a podcast or I have a website up to some, you know, I'm just trying whatever I can to kind of get some exposure and do these kinds of things. And so, yeah, so that's, that's my main, I think, passion right now is really coaching and getting into public speaking. And, you know, I kind of have been invited for a couple of webinars and I was part of like a panel. So it's really interesting because, you know, I was on mat leave and in Canada, mat leave is a year long. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. So then in that time, I was kind of like, I, I don't have the energy to do this. And so I was kind of just not ready to like work on this stuff just yet. But I had all these ideas. I just kept writing everything down, but wasn't doing. I was in do mode. I was in like plan mode and for later mode. And now that my son is older, I started to do these things. Like I started in June where I would just set up in my basement. Right now I'm in my basement actually. And I like put this up in a matter of a day. Like I went to the dollar store and I was like, okay, I'm going to put things up and make it look nice so I can make videos, you know? So just, I just had this surge of like energy. Like I'm ready to do this. And so it's so funny because it was like, as if like, something in me just opened up to receive whatever and automatically okay. things started to happen. Like I'm not, I'm not joking. Like nothing was going on in the year cause I wasn't ready. Yeah. You weren't focused on that. Yeah. And just, I just feel like I was just ready in that moment. I'm not joking. A week later, um, my, my university, McGill university contacted me and they're like, hi, so we saw your profile on LinkedIn and you're an engineer who turned kind of coach. So we thought that was interesting. Would you like to be a panelist? And I was like, yeah like that just came it just dropped in my lap you know so it just in that moment I was like wow that's so cool that's never happened to me <laughs> so I was like maybe it's just because I was ready to receive it and the universe just spoke <laughs> you know yeah that's amazing I love that because when I remember I guess well we spoke before about this we mm-hmm. had our babies in the same month last year and when I was on maternity leave over mm-hmm. here, it's not that long, but I, I took a, an extended <laughs> from the general one. But it felt like all these ideas were just flowing so much mm-hmm. easier. I would breastfeed my baby and it was like she was giving me all these ideas out of nowhere, you know. So it's great that you took notes and you had it mm-hmm. all like ready for for that time when it's it was actually, okay, let's do this. I love that. I have a, a kind of a question. Sure. It, this wasn't on the list, but just from what you were saying, I've always been kind of like skeptical to like share anything on my LinkedIn that is not mm-hmm. related to my job because my boss is like mm-hmm. looking at my LinkedIn. Like, but you just said you, I guess you yeah. shared that you became a coach and all of that. And that's kind of like how it played yeah. out. What's amazing. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I have had other people had this question and my question back to them was like, what's stopping you? Because sometimes it's just like a belief that you have. Yeah. And it's not actually, unless you have, you know, contract or unless you've signed something that specifically says that you can't do anything but this, right. 
most of the time it's a limiting type of belief or like an obstacle you've usually created in your head. So usually I just ask this question of like, what do you think will happen if you do it? What do you think will happen? You know? Yeah, that's, that, so, yeah. that makes sense. I definitely have a lot of those. That's actually one of the episodes that I have planned of limiting beliefs because it's, <laughs> yeah, through this process, like I've realized so many things. It's like my mind is the one blocking so many things, you know? All right. Well, my last question for you is what is next for you? What is next? Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's like a list of things I need to figure out what's next myself. I'm, I'm just right now. My, my focus is to connect with people kind of like what we're doing right now and just to explore conversations and see what's out there. And I feel like just by doing that and, and by not like obsessing over something that it'll just come naturally, you know, like this came naturally. It wasn't, yes. I wasn't even necessarily looking for this. I think, I think you were the one that suggested it, wasn't it? Yeah. You're yes. like a startup. And then, and now we're talking. <laughs> and now we're here. Exactly. So sometimes it's just, you know, it's like putting yourself out there and just connecting with people, especially with um, what the, the kind of work that I want to do with coaching and, and speaking. I feel like it's, it's more about connecting with people and, And honestly, the more I think about it, like anything that you want to do, if you're, if you start with human connections, you know, that builds your network and you can get somewhere from it. But if you start it with the intention of getting somewhere specifically, like as a transactional type of relationship, I feel like those usually don't work out well because people can tell that it's a transaction. So it becomes kind of cold and rigid. But if you go in with the intention of just connecting purely to connect, not having expectation from it, like will this go somewhere or not, I think that creates a human connection and your your chances of actually going further are probably higher you know just because it's natural so yeah so that's to sum it up I think right now I'm just kind of trying to connect with people and talk and share ideas and see where that takes me and maybe something will pop up (laughs) awesome I love that all right well I don't know if you have any questions I feel like I don't know I feel like I just made a a friend you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah for sure. keep you posted on anything you you're doing i don't know like we can share it on the podcast mm-hmm. um i'd love to have you back maybe in a year and see where you're at if, if you're good with that yeah sure i just i, I think it's great mm-hmm. what you're doing and with your coaching and engineering public speaking and if you also same here like if you guys have any subjects that you want to look at that where i could come in more as like the coach you know like talk from that angle more and like whether it's tips or sharing experiences I've had with other client engineers and what like one of the things I could think of is um like without you know talking like about their names and their jobs but like just telling the situation more like the storytelling where the typical problems that come up with engineering professionals like what they struggle with and how that process worked out and what what the realization was, what the aha moment was for them. So maybe that could help some people and be like, oh, okay, well, I could do that too and break that obstacle or whatever, you know? Definitely. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I'd love that. For now, if you want to share where we can find you and your website, IG, Facebook. Yeah. So I have a website. It's called um, alvinancoaching.com. And I'm also on uh, Facebook. If you just type at Coach Alvina, you'll see me. And yeah, in my podcast, which is, it's called STEM Talk with Alvina. So that's a new thing. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah. I'll have those on the show notes for the episode so that anyone that wants to follow you or reach out to you, maybe someone's looking mm -hmm. for coaching and they could reach out to you. All right, Alvina, thank you so much for being here. We'll keep an eye out for your podcast and all the things that you're doing. It was great having you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Si te gustó este episodio, te invito a compartirlo con otros pilosos a las que les pueda gustar y ayudar. Thanks again for listening, and I want to invite you to support the production of this podcast through our new Patreon page at patreon.com slash pongase las pilas, where you can become a member of our growing community and enjoy monthly perks only available to our VIP pilosas. También agradecemos tus reviews y comentarios en Apple Podcasts para que más pilosas puedan encontrar este podcast y crecer con nosotras. Hasta la próxima oportunidad, pilosas, y como siempre, póngase las pilas.